This is an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello, and welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as as disordered and yet are far from it, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet who also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance them and you as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 20-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of this information and the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child and your child will remain on that list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 464 children registered for these episodes. For those of you who have questions about the children, please join me, the, join me in the Awakening Zone chat room, where I will be available for about 30 minutes right after this episode. So welcome, everybody. It's nice to have you here again. Um, we'll just take a nice deep breath before we even begin this episode, um, one for me and one for all of you to be certain. You're probably feeling this energy. You're probably feeling the momentum towards the end of 2012 and the energy as it builds, you know, for 2013, 14, and beyond. Your children are most definitely feeling it. And I know this from a couple of different vantage points. One, checking in with the collective consciousness of the children. There is an absolute, what I would call, frenzy of energy that's taking place right now within that collective consciousness. And on a very practical kind of day-in, day-out basis, I'm also getting a lot of phone calls you know, from clients, from you all, emails, stating that, your children are either becoming very active um, and or they might be um, almost a little bit, having a little bit of like OCD kinds of behaviors and maybe those OCD behaviors they haven't had for quite a while but they're somehow reemerging to um, a lesser or greater degree at this moment. 
<clears throat> that kind of has a twofold purpose. Um, one, this energy is pretty significant right now, and I want to talk to you a lot about that energy. But also, as far as the behaviors, the very repetitive behaviors, or maybe those behaviors emerging that are asking you to, you the parent, the caregiver, um, the guardian, to really take a look at certain patternings of your own. The kids are um, in some ways kind of making that last-ditch effort and that big push to help move out those patterns that have simply just not served you or them um, up until this point. And as the energy increases, it's almost like they have more energy to pull off of. And so what's coming back to you and what's coming back to the teachers and the therapists and the, the people out there in the world who are working with your kids is a kind of almost in-your-face kind of experience of, you know, this is what needs to move. This is need. This is what needs to be let go of. So it's also a great time, you know, to kind of, you know, catch your breath, to take a nice deep breath, stop for a moment, reevaluate, kind of what you know what is serving you at this point and what is not serving you at this point and those patterns that seem to be coming up over and over and over again and you're kind of saying in your heads you know why haven't these gone away you know why is this still there um why does this particular topic or this particular direction of energy keep coming up you know, give yourself a moment to just stop and with a very firm and clear voice, you know, ask the universe, ask that higher aspect of you, ask your source to reveal that clearly to you. Let the let the that higher source kind of know you want to get it now. You want to know what it is and you want to know what it is now. And the minute you ask the question, let alone having the answer, the minute you ask the question, you'll notice that your children's behavior will begin to dissipate. And again, you know, they don't you know, they don't care how you feel, they care that you know how you feel. And if you're at that place where you're knowing that something needs to change, you're knowing that there is a potential impossibility that you haven't quite been able to reach out for yet um, state that very clearly. Hold that as a very pure, concise intention. Um, state it clearly. And all of a sudden, things will begin to unravel in that direction. I know this to be true also because, because this energy is not only big, but it's moving very quickly. So when you get very very specific, when you get very concise about what you want and what you don't want um, in your life experience at this point, that is when things really can begin to unwind. And they can unwind, you know, very quickly. And so part of this push for everybody is to get them to that place. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. One of the other things that, you know, um, kind of <laughs> makes me made me smile this morning for sure, but um, I, there's a stencil of the word, it says believe, 
that's just opposite my bed. So when I wake up in the morning, it's above the window, and it says believe. And it's been there for such a long time that, you know, you kind of you, you don't see it after a while. And this morning I woke up, and it was, you know, instead of being in black letters, it almost appeared as if it was highlighted so that I would see it. And so I was looking at that that word believe, and I was asking, you know, does that have any relationship to today's call? What is that relationship to, you know, what I'm personally going through right now and what you all may be personally going through as well? We talked a while back about, I think maybe an episode or two ago, about the fact that, you know, when you get down to that last mile, that you know that last stretch of 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 space between how it was and how it's going to be it can really feel like pushing through mud and there can be very much this desire for everything to hurry up and be done or hurry up and to finish or hurry up and to be different and when i was looking at that word believe you know i i would like to share that word with you all again um, because that 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 awareness, you know, what what do you believe is possible? What what do you believe is available in this energy? You're you're the type of individual who, you know, has a has an expanded awareness of what reality might have available. Um, you know, you're somebody who listens to episodes like this hearing this kind of information about your children versus, you know, the the medical, you know, or um, the medical or educational kind of model about your children and whether they're broken or not, those kinds of things. So you already are in a position where you are believing that there is more available to you and your children than, you know, the collective consciousness has been aware of up until this point. And so I'd ask you again to kind of, just like you are being very clear about your intention as you move forward, being very clear about unwinding and allowing what needs to be let go to let go, but I'd also ask you to to reevaluate that belief system. What do you really believe? What do you really believe is possible? And And if you will take a look at that, and if you will allow yourself to um, to simply state that you know that which doesn't serve that belief, let it go. Um, and and we have no. I say that, and maybe some of you are wanting to hit me right now. It's not easy, is it, to just let it go? And yet, what I do know about this energetic pattern right now is that if you will be clear about the intention. You don't have to figure out how to let it go. You don't have to figure out how to let go of those beliefs that might be limiting what you really want to believe. That's that's really not our job to figure that part out. What our job is is to set that very clear intention and and state that it simply will be so, and you will begin to watch that unravel. That's never been more true than it is right here, right now. The whole universe is working on your behalf in order to have that come into alignment. So 
you know, so the kids are pushing, the energy's pushing, everything's kind of moving us in the direction that is really the most beneficial for us to move into. And it is quite possible to do that in ease and grace, but every now and again we forget. I've forgotten over the last few days. So every now and again we forget, and we simply have to, number one, believe that that ease and grace is possible, and then believe that when we state that we will return to that ease and grace, that it absolutely will take place, and then believe in the new possibilities and potentials that come out of that that space. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So I want to tell you a little bit about the possibilities and potentials, or at least what I believe those possibilities and potentials are. Over the last um, few days, we've been taking registrations and we've been preparing this first group of individuals who are going to participate um, in the Autism Intention Experiment Research Project with Dr. Tiller. And so over these last Um, a few days, all of that information has been coming in. At the same time, there's been almost one little mini miracle after another as far as who those people are who are showing up, kind of what their life paths have been and how they've come to this moment in time, how this particular certain group has come to this moment in time. And in having conversations, you know, with Dr. Tiller and his wife uh, about this um, project in sitting and meditating with them and having an opportunity to really check in from a higher vantage point as to, you know, what is the possibility and potential here? And every single time we take a look at it, I mean, I can't help but kind of be in a flood of tears because this is something that, you know, you've heard me talk about for a really long time. And yet the ability of the spaces for individuals to be conditioned in such a way that that space is conducive of the parent being in a higher vibrational frequency and seeing things, especially their children, from that vantage point, not being stressed um, by the environment that they currently find themselves in, and also creating an environment that allows the child to feel comfortable being in the body. This is really kind of creating that space in between. And if you've listened to earlier episodes of Peer Presence All About the Kids, you've heard me say that the children have always said, we'll meet you in the space in between. And so that was a that was an out there concept. That was an energetic concept at some point, um, probably you know up to a year ago. It's not an energetic concept anymore. It's it's a space. It's a literal it's a literal energy in your physical space. So the potentials and possibilities that arise from having a space conditioned in that way are pretty profound. Also, pretty recently, you know, looking at some of these children, some of your children that I've had the opportunity to engage with and receive information from, you know, not 
not at a not at a kind of more mundane day in day out level, but when I connect with them about what they really know, what this population is actually bringing to humanity at this point, that's another moment where I, you know I have to step back and think, wow, if this actually can show up in this way at this time. You know, what does that actually mean for humanity? What what actually takes place? Because your children bring, you know, not what you think they're bringing, but bring what they are here to bring. Um, what does that actually look like for humanity? And I've been reminded of a couple children who I've worked with over the years who were able, either able to fully integrate into their physical bodies just because that higher aspect of them knew how to do that. So they understand integration. They already understand the concepts of it. And other children who have been very well versed in the difference in the um, in the makeup, in the energetic makeup and the physiological makeup of children diagnosed with autism and other highly sensitive children and the general population. You know, children providing information through telepathy about, you know, how is their DNA different? How is their cellular structure different? What are what are the markers within the cells that say, you know, this child is going to exhibit these characteristics and this child is not? So you know the 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 degrees of sensitivities that you know to foods and to immunizations and to all of those kinds of things all of that information is literally that and much more is stored in the higher consciousness of your children you know of of the children that you are working with and spending time with day in and day out and they are still children and they are still individuals that need um, a little bit of support, you know, in the physical environment um, to feel more comfortable here. And yet something is happening right now, something big is happening right now that is allowing for a change, not just in the energetic environment of those individuals who will be participating in this experiment, but there's something changing in the energetic environment for all of us the collective consciousness is um, the collective consciousness is very much beginning to shift, and the vibrational frequency of that shift is creating a different energetic environment. We're swimming in a different energetic soup than we used to swim in, you know, even six months ago. So, another way that I know this and um, am aware that something significant is really about to happen is we have also talked in past episodes about the fact that the higher consciousness of the children, you know, every soul has their their own desires for their um for this incarnation, for every incarnation. We all have specific focuses that we um want to want to maintain throughout that life experience. And we've so each child whether they're diagnosed with something or not also has 
a particular desire um, from a soul level. And we talked about the fact that, you know, many times in the past, anyway, the children were were very much focused on their the intention that they came, you know, to fulfill within their families, within their communities. And then also at a collective level, you know, they also come in with a particular um, desire, a particular soul's directive, if you will. You also heard me say that within probably about the last, well, definitely within about the last six months or so, what used to look like a very scattered energy, kind of the collective consciousness of the children, each kind of doing their own thing, all of a sudden that energy began to, for lack of a better word, coagulate. It began to build an energy of force. Um, it, it, It began to become weighted like matter. So all of a sudden at a at a higher consciousness level you have a population who you know everybody doing their own thing and then all of a sudden they decide that we need to pull all of this energy together and we need to allow this energy to begin to dip into the collective consciousness. I described that in the past almost as like a a woman giving birth, you know, that womb, holding all of that energy, all of that creative potential in one space. And I also had said that over the last few months, that energy was really building in intensity, building in weight, if you will, or matter. And it was beginning to kind of sink into the collective consciousness, but it had not yet broken into the collective consciousness. When I checked a few days ago on that same energetic pattern, in fact, um, that that is beginning to break into the collective consciousness. If we were going to use the metaphor of a woman giving birth, um, her water has broken. And so we are in this phase of birthing a new consciousness um, into the collective And as you've heard me say before, you know, this is one way, this is not the only way, but this is one way that a new level of consciousness does get birthed into the collective. It's through our children, you know, through um, the the literal birthing of a new consciousness onto the planet. So we have a couple different things happening simultaneously we have the birthing of a collective consciousness, a higher collective consciousness, kind of into the soup of what has been the collective consciousness. We also, in that energy, so from a higher vantage point, your kids are doing this, but from a more practical vantage point, because your children are birthing something different, from a higher state of consciousness into the collective, on a very practical level, it becomes easier for them to be here. It becomes easier for them to become present. And so we're going to go right back full circle now to what do you believe? Because we all have we all have constraints. We all look at certain people or certain situations Certain, we look at ourselves and we say, this is what I believe is possible. 
And usually when we say this is what I believe is possible, it's based on what we have known to be possible before. What I want to suggest is that what is possible now is not what you have believed has been possible before. I'd like to suggest that if we could stretch that just a little bit, if we could purposefully intend that we are going to connect with that collective consciousness of the children, if we can connect with that collective consciousness and we could intend that, not that we're going to support it, it's doing absolutely beautifully all by itself, not so much that we are going to support it, but that we are going to to know, we are going to experience some of the potentials and possibilities that are coming with that consciousness. And you can plug into that consciousness long before it's physically present. And a matter of fact, if you will plug in to that consciousness long before it's physically present, you will experience it a little bit ahead of the game. You'll experience it because you already know it on some level. So ask that consciousness what what you should be believing now. Ask that consciousness what the potentials and possibilities are and plug back into that consciousness. And when I say plug into it, again, that's as simple as, you know, sitting for a moment and setting that intention. That's as simple as driving in your car when you have a free moment and saying, you know, just let me feel the collective consciousness of these children and what they're bringing. If you've never done that before, I think that, number one, it will be much easier to do than than it would have been in the past. If you have done it before or attempted to do it before and haven't reached much success in it, please try again because it's no longer something that's out there. Now it's an energy that has literally broken into the collective consciousness or is about to be birthed into the collective consciousness. So your access to it is pretty significant. And if I take this all the way back full circle, what I would hope for each one of you is the same gift that I was given, you know, back in 1999. This opportunity to see your world, regardless of whether you're a parent of a of a quote-unquote special needs child or whether you are the parent of a child who is perceived by others as, you know, broken in some ways or something like that, this opportunity to give yourself the opportunity to plug into this consciousness, to see it for what it really is, to begin to base your your reality on that versus what the collective consciousness has been saying really provides you an opportunity to um, to experience something brand new. And when it's all said and done, I know, you know, they kind of say, you know, seeing is believing, you know, <laughs> believe it first and then you'll see it. I, I'm kind of the opposite. <laughs> I had to see it. And then when I saw it, I believed it. And I also believe that that can be your journey as well. Simply plug into that consciousness. Allow them to show you 
something. Allow yourself to see it, and you will then begin to believe something very different. And in those beliefs, you have potentials and possibilities that um, are quite unique to the collective consciousness at this time and yet will become an opportunity, will become something that is not so unique to the collective consciousness because more and more people are are accessing it in that way. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So on a very practical level, before we get right into this energy work today, I want to spend a little time in the energy work just making it as easy as possible for you to access this information and also to make it as easy as possible for you to have some practical application um, for these new beliefs that you have. So to go back to the practical, as you tap into this consciousness, as you begin to ask it questions, as you begin to maybe tap into the higher consciousness of your own child, you can do that. It's your biology is so interwoven and so connected with your children that you know you might believe that that's not something that you can do, but if you'll try it, if you'll just play, if you'll be curious, especially right now, you'll find that there is an access point for you. You'll find that your child, in whatever way they can communicate with you, does want to communicate with you. You'll find that your child will constantly direct you back to you so that you can know you um, to the fullest extent that you can. And in doing so, you'll also notice that some of those ways in which your child has reflect, been reflecting certain things back to you, they don't have to do that anymore. So that's a reduction in stress right there. But our perceived reality about how things change or how things can change is getting ready to go through a pretty significant alteration. Things change because they change. Things change. It's a it's energetic patterns change first. Then the physical reality changes. The physical reality is the densest form of reality and so it takes the most energetic impact, if you will, to create a change in that way. But the fact is is that Something is changing. The energy is changing. Your children are changing. You're changing. And you're getting ready to see something that will allow for new beliefs. And within those new beliefs are new potentials and possibilities. So on a very practical level, please tap into that collective consciousness of the kids. Please tap into your own child's higher consciousness. Please be curious. Please wonder. Please put on those those child eyes again, curiosity and wonder. Please ask simple questions. Why is, you know, why is why does my child make that sound? Why does my child have that patterning? But don't allow yourself to answer that question. Just ask the question. 
and then allow the response to come in another way. Because if you answer that question, you'll answer it from what you already know. So, you know, what does this what does this sound that my child is making? What does it do to me? What does that what does that repetitive phrasing that my child is uttering? What does that do to me? You know, what is the what is the ramification of that? What do I need to know about that? Questions, questions, questions. The moment we begin to ask new questions, there are new possibilities and potentials. And in this energetic environment, it has never been a better time to ask those questions and ask the ones that you might even be a little bit nervous or afraid to ask. Ask the big questions because you will get a response. And not only will you get a response, but as you're tapped into that higher consciousness of your own child or the collective consciousness, which might be a little easier, there will be... um, the response may not be exactly what you think it's going to be, um, and allow that as well. You're you're really in for an amazing journey, um, have been on an amazing journey, and coming into 2013, 2014, it's just going to get easier and easier for this population that is known as autistic or highly energetically sensitive. It's just going to get easier and easier for them to be here. When it gets easier and easier for them to be here, that's when it's easier and easier for us to be the highest, mm, higher, highest expression of who we are um, because the two go hand in hand. One is descending and the other is ascending, and we're going to meet in the space in between. So, all right. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. And let's go ahead and spend this next 20 minutes um, really supporting you, the parent, the caregiver, the support people, to be open, to be open to change, to be open to new beliefs and experiences, to be open and ready to access kind of a higher vantage point um, of the collective so that you can kind of be the change you'd like to see in the world. You already get to experience it kind of ahead of the crowd. Okay? So if everybody would just find themselves comfortable. And just nice inhales and exhales. So I've been getting a lot of reports lately from parents that their children are either noticing when their parents are doing this kind of work or they're making comments about what they are noticing, you know, in parents regarding the work that they've been doing. So, you know, if your children kind of all of a sudden decide they'd like to be a lot closer to you, while you're just getting ready to do this 20-minute meditation, just let them come in and be with you. They're they're noticing what they're noticing, and the energy feels good. It feels much more aligned to who they are. Um, so, all right then. So closing your eyes and just relaxing back. 
and moving your attention into your heart space and just breathing into that heart space. So the majority of the issue, I guess I would say, in really accessing some of these higher states of awareness so that you can believe really doesn't reside, that issue doesn't really reside in the heart. It resides in the solar plexus. So much of your empowerment has to one degree or another kind of been stripped away by the collective consciousness opinion about what is possible. And even though that that collective consciousness opinion about what is possible um you know, we may know that that's not the highest vantage point of it, and yet it, up to this point, has been the biggest vantage point, um, the the most people involved in that vantage point. And we're beginning to see a little bit of a tipping point there. So the opportunity to clear some of the information that is stored in the solar plexus that never belonged to you in the first place was not going to be your journey or your road and yet at the same time kind of clung to you because it clings in the collective consciousness. That's where we're going to start this work today. So if you'll put your attention into the solar plexus and before we begin anything, let's go ahead and almost as if you could draw a cord from the solar plexus to the collective consciousness, to the collective higher consciousness of the children. And whatever that means to you, it's almost like you're just plugging into an electric socket. Just plug in there so we can begin to, there we go, we can begin to alter the solar plexus based on new potentials and possibilities. We're just going to increase that energy just a little bit with this tone. Here we go. your children have gut issues, you know, on a physical level, we also have gut issues at a solar plexus level, maybe at a physical level as well. But our gut issues have to do with, you know, are we following that? Are we following our our gut? Are we following our own intuitive awareness in the body? Or are we allowing ourselves to follow everybody else's intuitive awareness um, and maybe following everybody else's um, kind of thought process or mental understanding of something versus even following their intuitive awareness? So let's go right into the solar plexus. So we're going to do a little bit of 
of clearing work in this place. So in the center of your solar plexus, there is a core. That core, let's say, it looks like a sphere. Okay? And so there is uh, what I would call debris around that sphere. It doesn't let that core really begin to grow. Um, It literally holds it back. Other people's thoughts, ideas, beliefs, perceptions. So let's go right into that space that's just beyond your own core knowing, core solar plexus energy empowerment. Let's have a little conversation with that information. Okay. Okay. So there is a uh, stickiness in that energy. And that stickiness in that energy is the ways in which we have allowed our own emotional body to adhere to certain beliefs that didn't even feel good to us. But we might have heard something, we might have, somebody has said something and we think that doesn't really resonate with me but it makes me feel sad, it makes me feel heavy, it makes me feel like I can't move forward, it feels sticky, it's stuck to me. So we're going to raise the frequency of that stickiness so you can feel it, see it, know it, just a little uncomfortable maybe for just a moment and then we'll collect it all up, but we want to get as much of it as we possibly can. So all of that stickiness in the emotional body that holds other people's perceptions, ideas, beliefs in your solar plexus. Let's remove that. Here we go. Increasing the frequency of that. Here we go. And allow that sphere to come in and and just give it the command. Collect up all of that stickiness, all of that energy from the emotional body. (sighs) Yeah, some of you are dumping lifetimes of, of stickiness. So just keep it. Keep filling that sphere until you don't notice the stickiness in the solar plexus anymore. And that stickiness, even though it's from the emotional body, it has a fair amount of weight. It's kind of like like glue. So go ahead and allow that sphere to drift in the vastness of your being any way that you see it drift. It can roll away, it can drop away. 
It can float away. But move it all the way out of your perceptual reality. Allow it to move off of that horizon line. So it's no longer an option. There you go. And let's go back to this solar plexus again. So let's go right into the core of the solar plexus and let's increase its energy, increase its sense of self. Again, the kids don't care how you feel. They care that you know how you feel. They don't care what you say that you are. They care that you know who you are. That's the important part. So move right into the solar plexus. And let's increase that energy there. Sam se kyo kotata. Ese te kya mo kote kya sam se se mono moe te kya ta. E kya no ye kosa to komo to yoko ise te kya. allow ourselves as potentials and possibilities. 
if you'll move right into that space, let's go ahead and increase the size of that with this tone. Here we go. Kokomoe kete kesa. movement of your core solar plexus now. There's a natural expansion in that solar plexus. Some of you are already feeling it. You can literally feel it in the the area of the stomach. It can feel very physical as it kind of begins to mm, stretch and move and expand. So just allowing yourself to put your attention back there for just a moment. And as you put your attention back there in that solar plexus, you, you knowing you, you expressing you, you being empowered by you, you being empowered by a broader scope of potentials and possibilities, As you expand that solar plexus energy, allow that cord that you've connected into the higher consciousness, allow it to draw that higher consciousness of the kids just a little bit closer. (laughs) Some of you get it really nice and close. It's like having a little kid look you right in the eye, kind of nose to nose. So just allow yourself to... Draw that energy just like you're kind of pulling in a kite. And just feel what it does to the body. Feel what it does to the solar plexus. And just imagine your own child or the children that you work with, imagine their faces in this experience. Notice how they feel, what their expression is in regards to you desiring to hold more of this information as a possibility and potential within the solar plexus. So really allow that yellow in that solar plexus. Some of you have already turned it on. It's as if that core of your own solar plexus is becoming like a sun radiating out. So you actually impact that outer you impact the collective's awareness simply by really radiating your core 
in the solar plexus. There you go. Nice help from some of the kids there. All right, so let's do one more piece today. If you'll take that energy from the solar plexus and just like we do the soul star sometimes, we take a little bit of it and we put it in other chakras. We're going to take a bit of this empowerment, a bit of this bright sun, a light energy, and we're going to place that energy, just a bit of it, right in the sacral space. Let the sacral begin to become acclimated with this energy because ultimately this energy is going to go right down through these lower two chakras and into the earth star. So let's just prepare the sacral chakra for that. Okay, let's bump it up just a little bit more here. A nice inhale and exhale. And go ahead and do the same thing. Take a little piece of that solar plexus brightness of being and put that in the root chakra allowing that root sphere to really glow with what you've just placed inside, preparing the root chakra. (sighs) Clearing it a little bit of lineage, clearing out a little bit of history in all kinds of different ways just by planting that seed there. Here we go. And let's bump that one up just a little bit. just taking a little bit of that from the solar plexus and placing it in the earth star. You're simply informing the earth star. You're informing your connection to the earth about what's coming. You're you're informing it about the potentials and possibilities, new belief systems that more accurately serve what the children are bringing versus what we have known to be true up to this point. So right in the Earth Star, just seeding it, getting it ready. Here we go.
So before we end here, just allowing that cord between the higher consciousness of the children and your own solar plexus, just allowing that to be released. You can plug into it anytime you want. You don't want to be plugged into it all the time. It's very high-frequency energy, so you don't need to be plugged into it all the time. So just allow that cord to dissipate. Here we go. And just being present with yourself for a moment. Noticing what you notice. Beautiful. So if you've drifted a little bit as we've been doing this work, go ahead and use these words, hear the words, and allow the words to bring you back to kind of a conscious state. There you go. And as you begin to come back into some level of consciousness, go ahead and begin to move the body around, stretch the body. It's been in one very specific position, very focused for a period of time. You want to be able to allow it to relax, stretch it. And then go ahead and find your breath. And if you've already begun to hear the words and move the body, take three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on that third exhale, go ahead and breathe your eyes open. Nice deep breath, eyes open. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for the Awesomeism certification process as well as Awesomeism programs. To register your child for the energy work, you can do so by going to suzymiller.com forward slash register kids. We have a new Awesomeism certification process training beginning on January 7th. And for those of you who are interested in the um, Tiller Autism Intention Experiment but missed this deadline, 
we will be beginning another one probably in the next um, six months' time. So please um, keep up to date with us. Join the mailing list, and we can kind of keep you abreast of what's going on there. I'd also like to ask you to support the Awakening Zone. The Awakening Zone truly is a gift from Linda and Jeff Hoppy and all the host and support people who keep this great programming available to all. Your support really does matter, so check out the Awakening Zone store and purchase your favorite products. It absolutely helps us stay on the air and free of charge to listeners just like you. Please do your part so that we can continue to do ours. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone, please join Miriam Knight for the new Consciousness Review at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time. On Saturday at 3 p.m. is the Light Lounge with Steve and Barbara Rother and Meg Adamson-Gore. And at 4 p.m. on Saturday is the Crimson Circle's monthly meeting in English, Spanish, and Polish. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone, and a fabulous month. There's so much that's going to be happening between now and then. I look forward to seeing you again on December 29th for another episode of Pure Presence, all about the kids. And until then, many blessings. been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation, Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond.